pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rap Show Podcast! Hi, are yous? Welcome along. <laughs> we are the show for the piping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then where have you been? We've been doing this now for ages, as you can see by the episode number. It's like 90-something odd. It's kind of stupid by now. You would think by now we'd have nothing to talk about, and that, yeah, we talk about bagpipes for over 90-odd episodes. Incredible. But believe it or not, we've still got tons of stuff to talk about, and this week is no different. We are playing catch-up because of last week's episode that dropped. What about that? Yeah, we dropped Judging Part 2, Onions. What is about that? I've done it all without warning as well. It didn't really give you any heads up or anything. Just whammo! Judging Part 2, baby. What did you think about it? Hey, we actually got quite a lot of feedback as a result. At the end of the podcast last week, we threw it out there again to you guys to email us in your thoughts on judging part two and what you thought on the whole topic in general. And yeah, come back to us. You did. (laughs) We got some positive feedback and some negative. Not going to go into the whys and wherefores because I'm sure we possibly will be revisiting judging again. But... One interesting question that comes to mind, however, was emailed into us by another emailer. And it says, hey, Big Rab Show, so far on your conversation on judging, uh, you spoke about everything from the pipe band world. How about talking about judging in the drum majoring world? Yes, we have our share of controversies too. Judges good and bad. Why not talk about those? Thanks very much for the podcast. Keep them coming. There you go. An interesting thought there. Yeah, so if anything, I would encourage you guys to email us in. That email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com. We have had so many on the topic. And that was just one of them, actually, which kind of raised an interesting point that I'll throw out to you guys. Would you be interested to hear about drum majoring judging? Hmm. It certainly should form part of the conversation because drum majors are very much a part of the piping world. And, yeah, I think it could be an interesting conversation. Anyway. Let's get into the domestics first of all. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of the podcast, let's give a shout out to our patrons. Those guys that have clicked that support button on our Patreon page. Let's give a shout out to Brandon Moreno, LoneStarPiper.com, Source Bagpipes, Harris Kilts, Grant Rennie and Josh McGacker. And you guys are yeah, our patronage is actually growing at the moment. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. We are very busy over on our Patreon page. If anything, this is possibly a good time to become a Patreon subscriber or supporter because we are kind of really busy over there. We're putting up a lot of extra content. There's tons of videos and stuff and clips that will be uploaded shortly. And, yeah, this week on our Patreon page... It's going to be a special week for Patreon supporters because we will be giving Patreon supporters early access to episode 100. 
Yes, this weekend, in fact, either Friday or Saturday, depending on when I finally get the edit finished. But yeah, episode 100 will be uploaded for Patreon supporters, so you guys can enjoy it two weeks ahead of release. So there you go. If you do fancy getting your hands on episode 100 two weeks early, then head on to our Patreon page. And yeah, you will have exclusive access to episode 100. Two weeks early. Not bad. There you go. So head along to your Patreon page. Click that support button. Every penny of support really does help support the show and everything that we do and help pay for our cell phone bills and all the mobile data that we use for all our live streaming. Everything that we do for entrance into events and gigs and different things. Travel, blah, blah, blah. All of this. It really does mean the world. Every click of support. that goes an incredibly long way. Also... Bit of a shameless plug, I know, but hey, we can do it. Head to thebigrabshow.com. We've got our merchandise on there, of course. We have our hoodies, we have our embroidered polo shirts, which are selling very well at the moment, I have to say. Uh, Yeah, go along to thebigrabshow.com, go to the shop icon and get your hands on the Rab Show merchandise and grab it early. Because, yeah, we are in the middle of a little bit of a Christmas rush. Yeah, everyone seems to be buying Rab Show merch ahead of christmas so if you have got a loved one who listens to the show at any point be it on fuse fm or even be it here on the podcast and you think they may like to get a rab show shirt or something then yeah go along to our page get it in early uh, so then you miss the christmas postal rush because here in the uk our postal service can be a little bit finicky not gonna lie <laughs> especially around christmas time when everyone sends christmas cards and the likes it snares up our postal service plus everyone's buying stuff online and the amount of packages flying around it slows everything down so to avoid that slowdown go to the rabshow.com now pick up your merchandise when you can and yeah hopefully get it sent to you before the big crimbo day so there you go that's a shameless plug, but yeah, it needs to be said. You people are buying the merch, and again, every penny goes to help support the show. So thank you so much. There you go. All right, let's get into it, baby. We haven't done this in a while, actually. Listener mail. Now, like I said, you guys have mailed in tons of stuff, all to do with judging part two. We also got a lot of emails on the podcast on mental health. Now, believe it or not, I didn't really kind of pass comment on it. We kind of just uploaded the episode and let it go. We didn't really talk about it much after the fact. I have to be brutally honest about uh, the whole episode on mental health. It was not easy to do. (laughs) This was an episode that was in the works for quite a while. Like I said, we lined up that interview with that uh, you know, mental health professional. Uh, a lot of people have actually asked for her contact details. I have to stress that she is just based locally here in Northern Ireland. I would stress that if you are interested in getting any kind of mental health, uh, you know, help, that perhaps she may not be best placed unless you are based here in Northern Ireland. So, yeah, if you're based in Scotland, the US or Australia or wherever you may be listening right now, I would urge you go into Google and type in and see where your local healthcare provider will be and where you can get the best help. A lot of people have actually reached out to us, and as a result of that podcast, talking about mental health, yeah, a lot of people reached out and said that that it's helped them approach the topic with their bandmates, and as a result has actually found it to be a real healthy experience. So with that in mind, thank you to everyone who sent in really encouraging messages of support, and thank yous as well, which was great to see. If anything, we were very nervous about putting this episode out in the first place. We do realize it can be quite an emotive topic for a lot of people. But, like I said, we are not afraid of the big 
big topics and we would like to approach them in any way that we can. So we are very aware that we are all human beings. We are fallible, and especially us as musicians in the piping world, perhaps we're more fallible than others. So, yeah, it was a topic that can affect us as players, as people. So why not talk about it here in the podcast? So with that in mind, thank you to everyone who emailed us in. Now, I will be avoiding uh, emails on the topic of sexism and judging and mental health because we may well be revisiting those topics again in the new year. But for now, let's look into some other bits of listener mail that we've got through this past couple of weeks. Yeah, I have to give a shout out to the City of Chicago Pipe Bands. Yeah, they met, they messaged me through the email, which was just brilliant. So I'll read you the email saying, Hi, Rob. Messaging from Chicago just to let you know about a few things that may be of some interest to your listeners. Alrighty then. He said, Number one, we are selling our current set of Premier drums. I've seen this. Yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. They're autumn cherry lacquer finish and the snares of all chrome hardware. I've seen the photos. Ooh, these drums look awesome. So yeah, City of Chicago are selling their drums. They have years of use left in them and we're just upgrading to a new set of drums this year and hope to find a band that will enjoy many more years of successful seasons with these line of drums. There are 11 snares, 6 tenors and a bass and they would prefer to sell the whole set together but they can do partial combinations or single sales uh, if you want to contact the band for more details. There you go. So if anyone's interested, just contact the Chicago Pipe Band at gmail.com for full details on their drums. Also, they've just announced uh, their return. Uh, let me see. The return of our Party in Plaid event in 2019, which is going to be held on Saturday, the 2nd of March. Awesomeness. Yeah, because I've actually, I think I remember talking about this last year as it happened. So this year, in 2019, it's going to be in the Hawthorne Race Course, which is on the southwest side of Chicago. And after filling the space we used last year for the debut event, we're upgrading to the larger Gold Cup room this year with plenty more room to grow. There you go. Tickets will be available from band members and online starting the end of this month or just after Thanksgiving holiday. So there you go. Our flagship and development bands will both be performing along with other live acts yet to be announced. Last year, we had Highland dancing and an Elvis impersonator. Yeah, I've seen the videos. <laughs> so who knows what this year will bring. Uh, we'll be announcing more on our social media in early 2019. So if anyone in the Chicago area would like to go in early March, we hope to see you there. Also, another little bit of big news is that we're really excited to announce... Along with the new drums and everything, and the fundraising and everything that's in motion, the city of Chicago will be returning to the 2019 World Championships to compete again in Grade 3A. Yeah! <laughs> yes! Whoa! Man, I'm so excited. When I first read this email, I'm like, yes! That's brilliant news. So there you go. Last year was the first time the band's 15-year history they made the big trip to the world, and they're proud to have earned themselves a spot in the final. Of course, that was fantastic to see. So with strong piping and ensemble placements in the qualifier and a strong drumming finish in the final, we're striking while the iron is hot. We've welcomed a handful of new members already this fall, and they're coming back again to see if they can hit the prize list this time. Yeah, that's what I love to hear. So looking forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, thanks for everything you do, and especially your special episodes on heavy topics that don't get near enough attention. Cheers from the Windy City. Oh, isn't that awesome? 
Thank you so much there, guys, at the City of Chicago Pipe Band. That's awesome. And I have to say, now, if you do have anything out there that you would love me to plug, or even just to talk about here in general on the podcast, please do get in contact with us. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to plug your band event, your concert, or even your plans for the 2019 season. That's what we're here for. Now, let's get another little uh, bit of listener mail in here. It's a Dear Rab, enjoyed your podcast this last few weeks and wanted to follow up with you on my practice options recently. Oh yeah, we spoke about this, about where to practice. Yeah, I previously wrote to you how my neighbour is the president of the Homeowners Association and has heard me practising inside my home from the street on occasion and actually came up and knocked on the door to indicate that the rules of the association don't allow playing instruments that are loud and abrasive. Hmm, yeah, I remember this. So... Apparently, this guy who emailed us in said, I mentioned this to Master Piper Jack Lee when he was visiting and instructing our pipe bands. He gave me a great idea. He said, go and get a sound meter or a decibel meter, one of those DB things. He said, that measures sound and measure your plane from the street and show him that the sound isn't that loud. I followed through with that idea and actually took it a step further. <laughs> I not only had a friend record myself playing from the street with the levels of the meter going, but I took the same meter around the neighborhood and measured other sounds. I measured people playing holiday music, mowing their lawn, listening to a football game, working on their automobiles, vacuuming their pools, cutting wood. The result is that my playing produces lower sound than all of those of those other activities. I took this information to my neighbour and he had me present it at the Homeowners Association meeting to the rest of the board. Wow, you had to do that? Wow, okay. So, went to the board meeting and they all agreed that my playing did did not exceed normal sounds of the neighbourhood and that I shouldn't have any problems in future with practising in my house. Yeah, that's what I love to hear. Good man. So, once in a while, the system actually works for you instead of against. <laughs> Thanks again, Big Rab, for the great podcast and all the good information on the piping scene. Looking forward to episode 100 and 100 more after that. Thank you, Claire. That's Claire Stewart there from the Las Vegas Pipe Bone. Awesome. That's a great story. If anything, I love to hear whenever you know we have follow-up. So that that was fantastic. Thank you so much. And yeah, that's kind of like a big nah, 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 to your housing association, isn't it? <laughs> that's brilliant to hear. And if anything, I'm glad that you have solved your practice problem. That's brilliant. So with that in mind, that's possibly some good advice for you guys out there. Yeah, go and get one of these DB uh, readers. I think you can get them for your cell phone. Just download it. They're free. You can get a free app for your phone. Um, whether they're completely accurate or not, not entirely sure for the cell phone ones, but definitely you can get DB meters, I think, for about 20 quid here in the UK. Um, yeah, I don't know what that would be in dollars, where you are, uh, wherever you may be. But yeah, they are relatively cheap, so I would urge you, go and take the decibel ratings, you know, outside of your practice room or wherever it is that you practice, and you'll be surprised. Maybe loud in the actual room that you're practicing in, but elsewhere it could be quite quiet. There you go. Anyway, suggestion for you. Right. Now, one thing that we love getting here on the Big Rab Show podcast is voicemails. And, yeah, we got a quite incredible voicemail this week. Hey, Rab. Chris Shepard here. I am sitting here with my hot cup of tea. 
I figured I would send in a voice message as opposed to a regular email this time. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, the T, it's Lady Grey, Twinings. Glad you asked. Um, regard your last podcast, you had asked about the 100th episode. Gee, should you have it as one big show or split up into a couple or many? I know that if you split it up into many, it would give you a kind of sort of vacation so you don't have to constantly think up of stuff and get it all recorded and ready. But to me, I hate to say it this way, but it's a no-brainer, man. Do the whole thing all at once. It's a one-off type of thing, and it, as you said, it would lose the continuity if you split it up. So I'm all for all at one, and I hope you do follow that, and we all can just sit back and relax and enjoy the music and the good times that you had. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. That's amazing. That's Chris Shepard there. Piper uh, from the city of Albany, Pipe Band. And, of course, he carried out all of our interview and that stuff last week on our judging part two. So, again, Chris, thank you so much for that. That was incredible. And, yeah, episode 100. We've been humming and hawing about this. We can't really make up our mind whether we should do it as a two or three parter. Uh, but yeah i have to agree with chris on this one we got a number of feedback from you guys just saying just release the whole thing do it as a one and done and that's it let it go and that's exactly what we're going to do rather than trying to create work for ourselves and trying to break it up into small parts then we're just going to let it all go as one big episode now keep in mind it's going to be a big episode all right because this was a three and a half hour live show (laughs) Three and a half hours live piping, drumming, drum majoring, cracking banter. It was just the best time. So, if anything, I found it difficult cutting it down. So, this solves that problem. I no longer have to cut it down. So, (laughs) with that in mind, prepare yourselves. Episode 100 is coming. For those of you who are just tuning into the podcast, by the way, episode 100 is coming and we did plan something quite special for episode 100 we had a live event in the terrace hotel here in northern ireland and mara felt in fact and we invited some of the best in the piping game some awesome pipers and drummers and some of the best drum majors in the world all joined us on stage the whole thing was recorded start to finish and yeah, we managed to raise some money for charity as well. We managed to lift, in fact, 500 quid for the music service for Pipes and Drums, which was just simply amazing. So again, I'm still blown away by the sheer reaction for this event. There has been questions asked, will we be doing Big Rab Show live again? And I don't know. People keep asking me this. Well, are you, am I going to do it again? Am I going to do it again? I'll be honest, it was a serious amount of work. I have to thank Aaron McElwain and everybody who was involved backstage. Uh, just just so many people. I can't sit and list names because I'm going to forget someone and then I'm going to end up offending someone. But, yeah, I don't know whether we can do it again. I don't know. If demand is there, I guess what will happen is episode 100 will go out. All right, And then depending on the reaction, whether you guys love it or hate it, depends on whether we'll do it again okay but let's just say the live audience themselves the guys who were there and witnessed the event they have been contacting us and begging us and saying come on this needs to happen again that was the best night so i don't know the guys themselves who were there in person thought the event was awesome so we just hope that you guys the podcast audience will think the same too will we run it again don't know you guys can mail us in and let us know your thoughts 
bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, like I've said, for each and every podcast, this is your show. I know we're going through the winter months at the moment and things can see a little dry and a little dull. But trust me, we've got tons of stuff to talk about here on the show. We have got plans running forward now that will keep us going for the guts of three or four, five, six years. It's ridiculous, the amount of content that we have to bring you guys. But that's not to say that we're not open to suggestion. We also really want to hear your stories out there. We will be tackling some more of the big topics, like I said, on sexism, possibly revisiting judging again. Big things like that. But also we will be revisiting some specialist podcasts that we've done earlier, uh, like bass drumming, for example. We may even do... Yeah, this was suggested to us, a specialist podcast on tenor drumming. Yeah, we did approach the topic once before, talking about specifically tenors. We may revisit this area again. Mm, It's been suggested to us by a number of listeners. Like I said, if you have a possible suggestion for topic of the week, please get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. If you have a specific question that you would like answered here on the show, Anything at all. We are well open for suggestion. Please get in contact with us, especially via voicemails. We love those. Oh, before we fly on, by the way, at the tail end of our listener mail, I wanted to give a special shout out to one of our brand new patrons, Mr. Josh McEachern. Yeah, happy birthday, Josh. By the way, yeah, because at the moment we're recording this podcast, it's now November 28th. And you all know Josh affectionately from the guys at the Chandler Rant podcast. Today says Josh's birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, Josh! Woo! Yeah, so I just wanted to do that. Then, yeah, let's give a shout-out to the guys at the Chant Around podcast who released quite an interesting episode this week uh, with Andrew from the Piper's Dojo. And they were talking about 10 reasons your pipe major sucks. Um, I'm kind of halfway through it at the moment. And, yeah, I'm actually quite glued to it. It's really interesting. So, with that in mind, listener discretion is advised. If you haven't listened to the Chant Around podcast yet... Uh, do bear in mind it's not for the faint-hearted uh, but it is a really entertaining listen and yeah they talk about everything from the bagpiping world same as ourselves be it from a slightly more irreverent look at it so <laughs> head along go and check out the channel around guys if you haven't already and a very happy birthday to josh many happy returns my friend okay let's fly on let's get into some piping news now there's been a lot of piping news pass us by a serious amount of pipe bands are currently in recruitment mode we had marlaku in district Coulter in district uh we had uh who else a uh, drumlock pipe band are also in recruitment mode we've had uh, just so many bands out there at the minute are hungry out there looking for members so there's one thing i wanted to say right at the very beginning of listener well, even after listener mail, sorry, I'm reading my notes backwards. Yeah, at the start of piping news is that the Big Rab Show matchmaking service is in full flow. This past week, we've managed to hook up three different players with different pipe bands not based in here in the UK. We actually managed to get three players based in the US in with a competition band this week. So that is a big win in our opinion because we're not based in the US, but yet we managed to get three players in the US in another band in the US. So that was just brilliant. So, yeah, that's a total win for ourselves. So if you are interested at all in lifting the sticks or lifting the chanter again and starting playing again, or even if you just want to start and you want to learn how, how to do all this amazing stuff, then get in contact with us in the Rab Show. If you are not in contact with anyone in your piping world locally and you would like to know where to go or where you can be best placed to go and play, then get in contact with us. 
we love introducing people to what we know and love. And yeah, if that means sending emails, making phone calls and trying to see if bands are looking for players and all the rest and or even players looking for bands, then get in contact with us. We will do our best to try and get as many people back on the grass as possible. That's what it's all about. <laughs> so there you go. The Rab Show matchmaking service is in full flow. We are in the process of hooking people up with various different pipe bands around the world. And yeah, we had a recent success story there in the US, which was very cool, by the way. So there you go. Those guys, I'm sure, will be listening to the pod right now and do want to remain anonymous. So I'll not give them a shout, but they know who they are. So there you go. I'm all sorts of chuff for you. Okay. Let's start off locally here with the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch. Yeah, they announced that they have managed to raise £5,000 for the our president's nominated charity this season. Yes, the Air Ambulance Service Northern Ireland was our chosen charity for this year. And I'm sure you guys know this by now because you were an attending uh yeah, competitions all around Northern Ireland this past year. And yeah, you've seen them all out there collecting all with their, you know, the charity boxes and everything and whatnot. So you guys out there give generously. In fact, silly generously. It was incredible. Over five grand has been raised for this incredible charity. So there you go. Congratulations to the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch. And to those out there who donated generously, thank you so much for digging deep. Yeah. So there you go, another little bit of news. Let's fly on. We have another little bit of a plug. We have to give a plug for a table quiz that's going to be happening. Yeah, this is all going to be raising money for drum major Louise Smiten. Now, Louise was part of the Big Rab Show Live, so we wanted to give her a bit of a shout. She's doing a bit of fundraising because Louise is actually planning and competing in the US. She has, yeah, some plans to head over there to the US in America in 2020. Yeah, so with that in mind, she will be spending most of 2019 fundraising to get herself and her family over there so she can compete in the US. Now, first of which, the first little bit of fundraising is she'll be holding a table quiz in Ballygolly Parish Church Hall, Friday the 7th of December 2018. That's going to be doors opening at half seven. It's fiver per person, maximum of six people per team. There you go, there'll be spot prizes on the night, uh, especially for the kids, and everyone is welcome, and a light supper will also be served. Now, for those of you who don't know who Louise Smiten is, she is the drum major of Lisbeg Pipe Band, and also Klaus Kelt. There you go. So, Louise has plans for 2020, so already looking two seasons ahead, but already starting to fundraise. So for anyone interested, living locally, who would like to go and help support Louise, and heading over to the States... And her dream in competing in the sunshine instead of the lash and rain here in the UK. Then head along to that event. Another little plug for something that's happening next year. In fact, February next year. Shots and Dykehead Junior Piping and Drumming Championship is going to be opening its doors again. 23rd of February 2019 at Calderhead High School. Now, for full details, we do urge you to go along to shotspipeband.com forward slash junior championship. And all of the details will be up there. Now, as far as how to get your entry forms in and even if you can find a draw or anything we haven't seen any information on that yet but do contact shots and diehard caledonia pipe band if you are interested in either going to this event or competing at it that's possibly the biggest help that we can be at the moment because details on this event are pretty slim pickings at the moment all they have released so far is where it is and what time 23rd of february 2019 calderhead 
high school. So th- if anything, I would really look forward to this event myself if I could ever get to it. <laughs> okay, now something that was quite interesting that really piqued our interest this past week here in the piping world is something that Burgess Bagpipes are doing. Now, Burgess Bagpipes are quite good friends here of us here in the Rab Show, and they've announced something nothing short of incredible. They are asking people to be a part of piping history, and they have launched a crowdfunding uh, page. Now, what are they crowdfunding for? (sighs) This is simply awesome. They want to create a Highland bagpiping centre in the Highlands of Scotland. Now, believe it or not, a bagpiping centre doesn't exist in the Highlands of Scotland. So what the guys at Burgess Bagpipes want to do is create a centre for Highland Highland bagpiping, where you can go buy bagpipes. Obviously, the pipes will also be manufactured there, but it will also be a place for learning and possibly putting on performances and concerts and whatnot. So for the full plans and everything to do with this Highland Bagpipe Centre, go and check out Burgess Bagpipes. I'm not going to spoil anything by yeah talking any more on the topic but trust me you're gonna want to check this out now obviously because it's a crowdfunding sort of thing they do have various different levels of incentives and you can get certain things like discounts off you know sets of small pipes and certain things like that and there's also some quite awesome ones as well i'm not going to spoil it all all right but what i want you to do is take some time head along and check out burgess bagpipes that's b-u-r-g-e-s-s bagpipes burgess bagpipes and go and check out their crowdfunding uh effort at the moment i suppose it's just simply brilliant if anything i'm a real fan of this idea i think it's simply incredible so the creation of a highland bagpipe center in the north of scotland will definitely be a positive thing and I wish them all the very best. And if anything, because they're good friends of the show, who knows, we may, if we can, we'll dip into our pockets as well and help support the guys in creating this amazing centre. They have all sorts of video clips giving the history of Burgess Bagpipes and talking all about their amazing uh, legacy that they have all through Burgess Bagpipes and also where they want to be in the future. It's really incredible. I can't sing its praises enough. I know that sounds like a big shameless advert, but trust me, Burgess Bagpipes are doing something quite special in the creation of this Highland Piping Centre in, yeah, the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah, go and check it out. Go along to Burgess Bagpipes and, yeah, take it from me. You will not regret it. And if you can, I know we're just ahead of the holidays, but click on that support button, donate them a fiver note or whatever. Every small penny does count. Definitely worth an investment, I think. All right, let's move on. Yeah, well, let's talk about possibly one of the biggest stories that dropped this week. And yeah, we're nearly into December now, and changes in the piping world shouldn't really happen at this stage. But for one such band, a pretty big change happened. Yep, we're talking about Loman and Clyde. Go on, the Clyde! Yeah, Loman and Clyde had a massive change in their ranks. Leading drummer of Grade 1, Loman and Clyde, Gary Corkin, has now resigned. 
Yeah. Now, if anything, Gary Corkin himself actually contacted ourselves here in the Big Rab Show. Now, as you guys know, uh, Gary went from Dyco Triumph Street to take over at Loman and Clyde. We reported the story at the time. And we were all pretty excited about this because, as we know, Gary done incredible work there with the guys at Dyco. And we know that he can produce an incredible drum corps. So we were interested to see what he was going to bring to Loman and Clyde. However... Yeah, Gary contacted us and told us that before any rumours and that gets put around about why he left, there was no falling out, there was no drama, there was no fighting, none of that. Gary simply had to step down due to all sorts of personal reasons, due to his own family reasons and also due to his employment and everything. Just all sorts of reasons that were not but all the rumours were about. Now, granted, us in the rap show, we did hear some of the rumours that, though, there was a big falling out and Gary had to walk out and blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual old story. But in this case, there was no falling out. There was no animosity. Gary simply had to step away for his own personal reasons. So, with that in mind, that leaves a big gaping hole at the back of Loman and Clyde. Dum, dum, dum. But, I have to say, they were not left wanting. His place will now be taken up by Adrian Hoy, as we know, 80. 80 Hoy will now be, yeah, as lead tipper of the Loman and Clyde. Now, we know 80 has been with the Vale of Athol pipe band for this last couple of seasons. 80 and his drum corps in tow have done an incredible job at the Vale of Athol. We've been singing their praises, actually. This past couple of seasons, Vale of Athol have been building and building to the big things. We were possibly going to be pegging them in 2019 as being one of the bands to watch. But Loman and Clyde now have Eddie Hoy at the back. And will Eddie Hoy take some of the drummers with him from the Vale? Don't know. Don't know. This has been talked about and debated about. The biggest question is now who's going to take charge of the Vale. I don't think there has been an announcement yet as to what's going to happen at the Vale of Athol. But suffice to say, Eddie Hoy and all the guys there, yeah, they're heading over to Loman and Clyde. Now, we know the core that Eddie Hoy can produce. An incredibly talented guy and really knows his stuff when it comes to the piping world. And we all know he's had a wealth of experience with previous drum corps and Kalabaki and everything. And yeah, So we know that Eddie Hoy can produce an incredible performance when it needs to be. So... Sticking that behind the likes of the pipe core for Loman and Clyde can be very, very interesting. So with that in mind, we will be watching with interest. And as far as the veil, I I don't know, maybe I have my head buried in the sand, but I, I have totally missed the plot here. I don't know who will be taking them over. So maybe you guys can get in contact with us. If you do know who will be taking over the veil uh, at the back line, please get in contact with us. Let us know the crack. But as far as Loman and Clyde are concerned... Gary Corkin has stepped down, and as negative as that is, and it is sad to see that happen, to be honest, I was looking forward to seeing another season with Gary at the back line somewhere. Uh, yeah, we now have Eddie Hoy moving his guys to Loman and Clyde, which, yeah, could be a great move for everyone involved. So we wish them well. All the best for this incoming season, guys. I do think, though, making a change of this magnitude, that this late in the winter months, it's going to be tough. It's certainly not going to be easy. So whether the announcement came out late or the move came out late, either way, it's not going to be plain sailing. So good luck to the guys at Loman and Clyde. Both at the front line and the back, you're both going to have to play together. And even for the Vale too, you know. 
they're going to have to get someone in that back line now. And this is, it's the tail end of the winter months. You know, we're nearly into 2019. So, hmm, I don't know what's going to happen. But either way, it's going to give us tons to talk about and loads to chat about. So, yeah, with that in mind, if you do know what's going to be happening at the Vale, please do get in contact with us. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. So, Drum Corps aside, let's fly on. We've got more stories to talk about. Pipe Band Association of South Africa. Yeah, believe it or not, we have a load of listeners who tune in from South Africa. So, first of all, hello, everyone in South Africa. And, yeah, you guys have quite an interesting bit of news released there not too long ago. The 2019 gathering and solo competition dates are, have been released. So... For all of your gatherings, they're all up there now on your social media page, so go and check them out for those interested. They are ranging all the way from the 16th of February 2019 all the way through to the 12th of October 2019, and all over South Africa, to be honest. So it's going to be a really interesting season down there. I didn't realize that it actually ran as long. As far as your solo season goes, however, it's all going to be from the 2nd of March 2019 through to the 14th of September 2019. So again, both equally as long. So... I guess what I'm trying to say, if you are interested and you are from South Africa listening to the podcast, then first of all, welcome. It's great to have you here. And yeah, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about the piping scene in South Africa. So and I'm aware of quite a number of people who've traveled down there. I think in the past we had interviews along with uh, Jock Elliott and stuff from G1 and he was talking about making the journey to South Africa and learning all about your piping scene down there. would love to go and check it out sometime. And with that in mind, yeah, the dates for all the 2019 season have been released. If you are so interested, you can go and check them out. They're all available up there. Now, one such concert that's really piqued my interest and I kind of briefly touched on it on a previous podcast is that the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are going to be back on stage again. Yes, thanks to Celtic Connections, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland have been furious in the preparations at the moment. I don't know if you have followed them on social media at all, but they have been uploading loads of footage of the kids all furiously working away. Uh, I think they're having like three or four hours worth of Saturday practices every weekend. And then equally again on the Sunday. So six hours worth of practice every weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Fair play to the kids and to the organisers. But that's a serious amount of work. But yeah, Celtic Connections. They are hosting the Made in Scotland concert. With the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. So, 2nd of February 2019. The doors open at 12.30pm in the afternoon. It's going to be in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. And tickets are 15 quid. If you are interested, go along to CelticConnections.com. And, yeah, pick up your tickets for this. Now, with that in mind, I do have to stress that the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are a previous Big Rab Show award winner for Best Live Act. So, please do if, go and check them out if you can. I, I know I can't personally make it over at that time of year. Uh, but, yeah, if I could, I certainly would have. Yeah. So, there you go. Go along to CelticConnections.com if you can and head along to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland concert for Celtic Connections. Now, before we wrap up the piping news, there's been so much stuff happening over this last series of weeks that we do our best to keep up. And with that in mind, if there is anything that we do happen to miss, then please get in contact with us again. We are the show for you guys, and we can only really reflect what we hear. So, yeah, if you notice a story dropping that perhaps we haven't noticed, then please send it to us. 
bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook as well, or indeed on Twitter, which is at bigrabshow. We love hearing from you, and we love interacting with you and chatting with you all the time. So please do send us in your stories, points of interest, and suggestions for Topic of the Week. We'd love to hear from you. Now... Over this past week, November the 22nd, I managed to visit the Blackthorn Piping Society in Belfast. Yes, it was absolutely awesome, as I like to say. The Blackthorn Piping Society is something that I've always sort of wanted to visit, and I did make a point of heading this past week. I have to say a massive thank you to the organisers of the Blackthorn Piping Society there in the Discover Ulster Scott Centre in Belfast. It was an incredible event. Their featured Blackthorn Piper of the night was Pipe Major Harry Stevenson, and he gave an illustrated discussion on tunes from World War One. It was simply mind-blowing. It was absolutely fantastic if you haven't yet go and check it out on the big rap show facebook page we managed to live stream a good portion of the event plus the guys from the blackthorn pipe and society themselves managed to live stream all of pipe major harry stevenson's performance and his talk so for those who are interested in what happens at the blackthorn pipe and society go and check out our live streams and you will see for yourselves basically it's a very informal event people can turn up and just play for the sheer joy of playing. There's no competitive edge to it. There isn't even really a performance edge to it. You're not really standing on a high stage in front of a large audience. It's more of a gathering of people who simply love the music. Now, one thing I take from it is... Yeah, you have some kind of incredibly talented musicians playing at this. I actually ran into a piper that I have to give a specific uh, shout-out to. Her name is Samantha, and a piper with Ravara Pipe Band... And she played a set, and I have no idea what the tune is, but I'm really going. I'm going to have to get back in contact with her again. Now she's a young person, but played a Peabrook that really. Now I'm not a Peabrook fan, but I have to give a shout out to Samantha. You know, young person, but playing a big, big Peabrook, and the the tone and the sound and everything was just incredible. I really enjoyed the performance. So as much as having kids and amateurs and everything taking part in this event, the. The talent level is sky high. So as well as having the featured Blackthorn Piper, which can be some of the pros in the game, yeah, but also some of the kids in there can be absolutely amazing. So with that in mind, anyone who lives locally here in Northern Ireland, if you haven't been to the Blackthorn Piping Society, that's something that you can do once per month in the city in Belfast. It's completely free. Just walk in through the door and you enjoy a night of sheer piping goodness. It's brilliant. You just turn up, sit and drink a big cup of tea, sit and chat away to everyone that you maybe haven't seen for months and just enjoy some incredible music. So yeah, shout out to the guys of the Blackthorn Piping Society. I will definitely be back and thank you very much for your hospitality. It was great. Anyway, with that in mind, I was talking about having cups of tea there. (laughs) It's time for a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. 
LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the USA for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson and Celtic themed lines of kilts, doublets and bespoke Highland wear like sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Also offers tailored payment plans for any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry or getting that true, unique look for your band, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. There you go. A wee shout out to our patrons there. Those guys that have clicked that support button. Thank you so much. Yeah, so this week's topic of the week. Yeah, you have won. Now what? (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of a strange uh, question that we got sent in by one of our listeners. But one I thought, that's really interesting, to be honest. I was looking at this question and how could we pose to answer this? And it raised so many different questions and topics and paths that we could go down so i wanted to approach the topic with you guys so let's look at it let's look at some of our most successful pipe bands ever our current world champions the field marshal montgomery of course have won that championship now 12 times running that's just nuts all right the amount of world championships those guys have under their belt now do you think that really they're just going to sit back and go ah well we've won it now You know, that's it. Game over. Throw the pipes in the box. No. And this is something that's very true for all other pipe bands, regardless of the grade, regardless even of the players who play in the bands. But there's always that want to do more, want to win again, want to do again and again and again. I guess, in a way, winning is like a drug if you want. And, yeah, you're constantly chasing the magic dragon. (laughs) As they say, but I know that's a horrible way to put it, but it's very true. So let's look at it this year. We were kind of expecting to see after the World Pipe Band Championships a lot of changes happening in the piping world. A lot of us did see it coming. A lot of bands would like to move and shake things whenever it comes to what we affectionately know as transfer season. And yeah, this season did not disappoint. We were just talking about it earlier in the show. Lots of moving and shaking all going on around winter months. And uh, some for the positive, some for the negative, and some, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. But with that being said, looking, as I mentioned, at the Field Marshal Montgomery, everybody has been talking about when will Richard Parks step down. Now, that's something that we could possibly bring to another podcast in itself. That's a whole other topic altogether. We all know Richard Parks, MBE, is an absolute legend in the piping world, possibly one of the most successful pipe majors in living history, and he's still going. Here we are. He's now 12 world championships in. 
And is there any inclination at all from the leadership of the field marshal that Richard is stepping down? No, absolutely not. Of course, even looking at Inverary last year when they won their world championship, there was some vicious rumours floating around that perhaps Stuart Little could step down as PM. Did that happen? No. And if anything, this is something that rings true for a lot of bands. Whenever Shots won their world championship, a lot of people expected Ryan Canning to step down. No, that didn't happen. I guess what I'm trying to illustrate to you is that these guys have an absolute drive for perfection. And even if they do win the highest possible accolade that our piping world can give them, there's always a want to do more. They want to win it again. They want to do it again and again and again. So, I think there's the age-old quote that I love quoting to people, and I believe it was Stuart Little who said this, that in all his time in piping, he has never played the perfect set. And I think that was uh, from Willie McCallum as well, had said something very similar, is that he has yet to play the perfect Peabrook. So I guess that strive and that want to continually win and do achievements in the piping world it is like a drug i am very thankful i have had that yeah very very fortunate on some occasions possibly people would argue that it was jamming but yeah i've been in that position where we have won major championships i actually managed to lift quite a few along the way however there was always that monkey on my back i never actually lifted the world championships out of everything i've lifted scottish british euros uk i haven't lifted uk's actually that was a new one uh but yeah loads of them and yeah the world championship is one that's always been there that's never actually sat in my trophy case so with me personally there is that want in me to get back playing again And who knows, someday I may lift a World Championship trophy. So I guess we as players, we as musicians, we're constantly striving for perfection. We're always chasing that perfect tone, that perfect performance, and that win. We're always chasing the win. I guess whenever we're asking about, you've won, now what? We're asking the question essentially is, why do we do this? Why do we compete at Pipe Bands, what makes us do this every week? Rain, hail, shine. It, I guess it just comes to the core of what competitiveness is. Why do we feel the need to compete in the first place? Is it because we want reward and recognition for hard work? <clears throat> Quite possibly. Do we want the adoration of our fellow colleagues and you know, possibly even piping fans out there? Do we want people to applaud us and like and say how amazing we are because we lifted said trophy or achieved said, I don't know, championship win or whatever? Do we want that adulation? Do we want the ticker tape parade, I guess? I get for some people, that is the motivating factor. Is that what drives our top bands and the leadership of those bands to continue to try and want to win? I would argue No. Even when you look at the likes of the Glenfiddich Championship, whenever we crowned our Glenfiddich champion this year, did we see them jumping around, whooping, whooping, yippee, and all that sort of stuff? No. We had a very subdued response. And if anything, this has been the case for most Glenfiddich winners. They normally go up and they lift their trophy and their wee check. They put it in their inside pocket and that's it. They're already planning for next year. 
somebody within the field marshal ranks, not going to give it away, but they had said that once that world championship win was under their belt this year, they had realised that they had already started planning for 2019 before they hit the grass in Glasgow 2018. Plans were already in motion for what the sets were going to look like and what they were going to sound like come 2019. And I guess this is what bands are having to do now. They're not just competing in the season they're in, they're actively looking forward to yeah future seasons. One band that I would really suggest is doing that currently is Police Scotland Fife. Mm. Look at the season that they've had this past year. They were extremely consistent, but they are a band who are building for bigger and better things. So I know already, again, through talking people in the ranks of the band or even supporters of the band who know themselves, that as 2018 was rolling forward for Police Scotland Fife and they had their concert and everything, they were already looking for 2019. They were making plans a year in advance. So, whenever we talk about that want to achieve, (sighs) bands are always working on a continual improvement program, and I guess even solo pipers as well, that they never will be satisfied. Regardless if you hand them a glymphatic championship or a silver medal, or if you hand them a world championship trophy, already in the back of their mind, they're thinking about next season. Because essentially, whenever you look at the World Championships or even Glenfiddich and stuff like that, that's the end of the season for them. You know, that's the, that's the pinnacle. That's the end. So whenever we ask the question here in the podcast, you've won. Now what? Well, they're already thinking of the what. That's it. I guess that's the, the difference between someone like me, who's a commentator in the piping world, and we talk about the here and now, whereas these guys are already thinking years in advance. Guess what I'm trying to say? Continual improvement is something that is employed by everyone in the piping world. And it's that, I don't know, that chase, I guess, is why everybody does it. It's not the winning. Don't get me wrong, winning's pretty dang sweet. (laughs) And I guess lifting trophies and being able to celebrate in the beer tent with our buddies and the journey home and all that and the songs and the yo, that's all fun. But I guess essentially what we are all striving for is perfection. We do want to have the perfect tone, the perfect sound, so people can look towards us and go, wow, that's kind of impressive. Now, did people have that reaction today or this year with our current world champions, grades 1, 2, and 3, and 4, all through the grades? I would honestly say, yeah. Now, as much as we debate everything on this on this show, we talk about everything and debate it out until it's near blue in the face one thing that we can honestly agree on here in the rab show team is that standards each season seem to be rising and that's something across the board it's not just in grade one not just grade two all the grades grade threes grade fours and in america the grade fives of course as we say the four b's the juvenile grades the novice juvenile grades everything is continually improving now we did have the podcast previously where we talked about were things better back in the day uh, or are they better now i guess you could have that argument again i suppose was 2017 better than 2018 some people have already contacted the podcast to say that perhaps standards had dropped i'd have to respectfully disagree i think looking at especially the grade one world championships this year the standards were just absolutely sky high 
the judges had an absolutely incredible job in front of them to try and split hairs. And split hairs they had to. It was incredible. So, and even not just with grade one, looking at grade three, uh, 3A specifically as well, 3A this year was just insane. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that across the board, because we are constantly striving perfection, standards are rising across the board. Now that in itself helps the medium. People can now look towards pipe bands and think to themselves, they're not a crowd of squealing cats. They actually sound kind of awesome. And I guess that's what we're at. This is the game we're in. We're wanting to continually improve and strive for perfection. Now, I have to admit, we did start talking about this topic, talking about Richard Parks. Now, we all know Richard well as a personality (laughs) in the pipe band world. He's extremely famous and well-known in the piping world. And (laughs) let's be fair to him. He's not known as being a big smiler. He's not known as being the happiest of people. Even... After they win world championships, he can seem to be almost in a state of shock whenever they win. And then he kind of, you know, he gives the heartfelt speech and says, yes, everything was great. And the guys worked hard for it. And it was incredible. Mm -mm. If that was anyone else, I think, who won a world championship, they would be jumping about that stage like a lunatic. (laughs) Self, I would definitely be one. Yeah, I'd be jumping about like a tit. I guess. I guess Richard Parks, though, is the king of cool. He's able to go up there and handle such a thing happening and be able to come across incredibly well and professionally. And he is just the king of cool, like I've said. But also, we had previously before that, we had Stuart Little on stage. Yeah, he drew a tear or two, and it was an emotional moment for him. But again, came through as very cool and calm and collected. And we knew already in the back of his mind... Yep, that's that done. Let's look for 2019. You know, and even, yeah, anybody on that world championship stage or anybody who lifts a major championship, you know, I've never seen anybody on that stage jumping about like a a lunatic, an absolute balloon. I don't know what it is. Seems to be either a state of shock comes over people whenever you lift something, or maybe, I don't know, you go through a form of it's the constant chase and the constant want to win that whenever it happens, it just doesn't seem like a reality. Anyway, guess, very long story to try and put down that Richard Parks is not known as being very excitable. But let's just say this. After World Championship Performance 2018... Everyone has bound to have seen the video clip by now of the field marshal playing in the circle, playing their big medley selection. That was when we seen the smile. And that was possibly the only time we seen the smile through the course of the weekend. Granted, I did think we managed to smile whenever he left the trophy. That was fine. <laughs> but I think overall, the only time we've seen Richard Parks smile is after the set. Because directly after, I don't know if it was relief <laughs> or whether it was... Really enjoyed that. That was as close to perfection as we could get. I guess that's what we're looking at. And for anybody who follows the BBC Scotland coverage of the World Championships and they see the interviews that Jackie Bird takes with everyone who walks off that Grade 1 arena, and yet she manages to grab the pipe majors just as they're off the line. And for me, personally, I think that would be one of the worst times to try and grab an interview with someone because they've just went through something kind of traumatic and the sense of relief and dread that's bound to fill them as well 
it's bound to be palpable. So to stick a microphone in front of their face and go, well, uh, Chris Armstrong, how was that? Of course Chris Armstrong's going to go, uh, um, uh, what, what just happened? Uh, I think it was okay. Uh, Johnny, did you, was that okay? <laughs> Some of the interviews that Jackie Bird can get with these pipe majors are hysterical. And they're all for great reasons, though, I have to say. This year's interview with Ryan Canning after the Worlds. Oh, talk about heart-wrenching stuff. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sure there's bound to be YouTube clips of it. And it was all put up there anyways. Most emotional moment for the Rab Show Awards. And you could see why. Ryan was clearly very emotional. And it was possibly a bad time for Jackie Bird to point that mic at him. But, yeah, it's one of those things. That is the point where relief happens. And it's like, whew, we done what we could. You know? And then again, the mind is already on next season. We have done what we could in that arena. Let's bring on next year. So, whenever we ask the question, you have won, now what? The whole answer to that question is, when again? <laughs> Very long topic of the week. Uh, answer to a pretty short question. When again? Because that strive for perfection is constantly there. Like I've said, Wally McCallum has never played the perfect Peabrook, like he has famously said, and been quoted in many interviews doing that. Stuart Little as well has also said that he's never played the perfect set. Even, I think even Angus McCall as well has said that he's never played the perfect MSR. So when possibly some of the biggest guns in the piping world are constantly striving to get that perfect set, then maybe we shouldn't feel so bad for those of us out there who aren't winning prizes. And for those of us who are learning and striving to get better, that we're not alone. Even the best in the piping game are developing with us. They're sitting at home learning tunes and practicing just like everybody else, sitting with their GDEs and going through tune books and learning techniques and stuff. And yeah, possibly things on maintenance and tuning. You know, even the best in the game can always be taught new tricks. So I guess what I'm trying to say through all of this and topic of the week this week is if you've managed to win a trophy this season at any games at all, be it a major championship here in the UK, be it a major wherever you are at home, or even just a minor competition wherever you may be, the whole idea behind what we do is to want to do it again. You can't just win it once and then be done with it. The whole idea is to try and do it again. And that is essentially what we do. That's why we do it. Now, I know for myself personally, I told you my own personal drivers that could possibly throw me back into a drum corps. I've never lifted the world's as a lead tip, and by gum, that stings. I would love to get back into drumming again, take over a core take that band into the circle and lift a world championship. Who knows? Some one of these days, it may happen before I reach my 60s. <laughs> but for now, I'm quite happy doing the Big Rap Show and chatting all about our amazing music and culture and everything that we know and love from the bagpiping world. So for now, practicing and learning scores could take a bit of a backseat. I've actually had a lot of questions recently from a lot of people asking me, would I be interested in getting back playing again? The answer to that question is, hell yes. 
Definitely. I would love to get back playing again. Not going to lie, I've had the sticks on my hand now for quite a number of months and just been footering around the house. You know, playing around old 6-8 sets and jigs and reels and silly wee things. But I am back playing again. But do I have the active time to sit and want to play in a band and compete? Uh, Time-wise at the moment, honestly, no, I can't. So sorry to everyone who's been emailing in. But I do have that want to win again. And that's... Yeah, I'm not going to make any secret about it. (laughs) You know, I do have that want in me to want to go out there and compete again and lift that trophy. I guess it's something that never leaves you as a player. I guess I want to put that out there. I know a lot of people who have essentially retired from playing, be it piping, drumming, or even drum majoring, and they get the itch. I call it the itch. People would say piping and drumming is in your blood, And it's something that never leaves you. And that's very true. Especially here in the UK and even here in Northern Ireland. It's very much the case. Piping and drumming is in the water. And you can never really leave it. It's always with you. So whether you decide to hang up the sticks. And that's it. I'm not playing again. What happens? Within maybe one season. Maybe two seasons pass. And then you get the itch again. You think to yourself, "Mm, I would love to get back in there again. You know, play a few sets, drink a few beers with some buddies, catch up with some people I've never seen in I don't know how long. Yeah, it's difficult to completely walk away from it. I know, I certainly haven't walked away from it. In fact, I'm up to my shoulders in it. (laughs) Talking about it and broadcasting about it every week. And of course, this podcast as well. So, yeah, I have won before. In the past, however... So now what? Well, guess I've been doing this radio thing for a while. And I've been doing the podcast as well. I've been doing everything to do with the Big Rab Show. But is that itch there to want to go and do it again? Yeah, it is. But do I have the time? Is the big question. And that's possibly another topic for Topic of the Week. (laughs) Anyway, I'll leave that with you guys. So... With that suggestion in mind, if you've managed to lift the trophy this season, well done. Congratulations. If anything, 2018 was very good to a lot of people. A lot of you guys out there worked incredibly hard this season. Like I said, standards have rose and rose and rose. And this year was possibly a very competitive year at all levels. So if you've managed to lift the trophy at all, well done. Congratulations. Now go and do it again. If anything, prove to yourself it wasn't a fluke. Or perhaps you won and you didn't really play at your best. Maybe you lifted a first place trophy and you thought maybe perhaps uh, we maybe deserved a third or fourth. Then why not go out there and put on a performance that is, is a championship winning performance and leave all room for doubt in the dust. Anyway, that's some winter motivation for you. Let's just say this. I know that thousands and thousands of you around the world are currently traveling to band practice in the cold, wintry nights. It's lashing with rain, snow and ice and hail and all sorts of the weather. is horrible. You're sitting in a freezing cold band hall, sitting learning your MSRs. And all you can think about is sitting in front of your Netflix with the fire lit with a good cup of tea in your hand. Uh, well, trust me. As much as that Netflix with a cup of tea in your hand may be fun, it certainly won't win you any trophies next season. So whenever you look to next season and you're lifting trophies, then you'll know why. Because you suffered through the winter months. So, as the dark times are upon us, the off-season with all of the hard work, the learning, the endless practicing, the countless hours of tuning and maintenance and blah, don't worry. 
We'll be back on the grass again before you know it and all of this will be worthwhile. Just to let you know, you're not alone. Thousands of people are doing exactly the same thing, trudging their way to band halls across the country. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, stick at it is what I would say. And if you've managed to win this season, great, but go and do it again. And if you haven't won a trophy this season, then sort it out. (laughs) Make that your mission. Next season, you're going to place in the top five by gum. And if it, yeah, if it doesn't happen, then, yeah, build to 2020. You know what I mean? 2020 is going to be your year. You know, constant improvement, that constant want to achieve and to lift silverware. That's exactly why we do it. Anyway, that's it for Topic of the Week this week. And that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week. It's been kind of hectic. And, uh, yeah, as a result of last week's podcast that we kind of dropped on you without warning, uh, we may have to revisit listener mail again, like I said earlier. So, yeah, we'll have to get to that. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on Podbean, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. All sorts of different places where you can get your podcasts. Don't forget, give us that all-important follow and a like and a thumbs up and all that business. So, yeah, as each and every episode gets uploaded, you'll get a ding, a wee notification to let you know that one's been uploaded and you'll never miss an episode. Don't forget to head along to thebigrabshow.com. We do have our merch up there. It's actually selling quite well at the moment. People are we're getting close to Christmas. So, yeah, if you have a loved one in there who would love to get a Big Rab Show shirt, get them ordered quicker or sooner rather than later is the word i want to use uh, so then we can miss the christmas uh, postal delays so with that in mind head along to the rabshow.com get your merch in now before the christmas rush uh, yeah also give us a shout on patreon go and click that support button now isn't probably the best time to become a patreon supporter we will have a serious amount of stuff being uploaded there on our patreon page coming forward and especially episode 100 will be available this weekend Woo! But this is just for our Patreon subscribers. So for those guys who have clicked that support button on Patreon, you guys expect something special to drop. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get early access two weeks ahead of release episode 100. <laughs> All sorts of awesome. Anyway, that's it. Thank you so much for clicking that download button. Please tell your friends about our wee show. Point them in our direction. Don't forget to get your mails into us, your voicemails, all your messages. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. And that's me. Woo! That's me for another week. I'll see you again. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian Districts. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best. <laughs>